us on the Song of Mary, which we find in um, Luke chapter 1. Mary had gone to visit Elizabeth, of course, uh, Zechariah's wife, who was past childbearing age, but um, became pregnant, and she, of course, gave birth later on to the person we know as John the Baptist, and, um, and uh, yeah, when Mary's greeting, the, the, the baby in Elizabeth's womb was uh, leapt, and, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit in a loud voice. She exclaimed, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? And so she recognized that in the baby that uh, Mary was carrying, there was her Lord. You just think about that. Here was this older, mature woman, and, uh, and looking at this, this, yeah, Mary, who some people think was maybe 14, 15 years of age, and, 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 and yet had the dignity, had, was, was able to, to recognize. Of course, she was filled with the Holy Spirit, we read here, but recognized that the baby that... Uh, that Mary was carrying was her Lord. It's, it's a, I think it's a powerful scene. But then Mary uh, broke forth uh, into song, and this is what Mary said. My soul glorifies the Lord, or another version has the Lord, the, the, my soul magnifies the Lord, and uh, my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. So here in these verses, she's, she's talking about herself. She's talking about how blessed she is. But then in the next verse, in the next part of the, the song, it moves on to what will happen in the world. He has performed, and notice he has, this is not something that's going to happen. Oh, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled hungry, the hungry with good things, but he has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about uh, three months and then returned home. Brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ, look what uh, Kathy gave me for uh, Christmas. <laughs> and, um, and as she gave it, she also kind of broke forth into song. She said, my barn will look new, it will be painted. All the, 
all the little uh, drywall screws that are protruding out of the wall will be put back in and they'll be puttied and it'll be painted. Everything will be looking brand new. When my kids heard that, she said, they said, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> uh, do you know, uh, he's got projects uh, that back in, in Ontario that he's never finished. <laughs> so you're kind of yeah, whistling Dixie here. You're, this, is, uh, this is optimistic thinking. It's not realistic thinking. And that's sometimes what we do, is it not? When we, when we get things, um, you know, I remember uh, when our kids were smaller, we would give them uh, a gift, a board game, let's say. And then my wife and I would say, oh, wouldn't it be fun to sit around the table and, and, and there's good fellowship and they're playing together. And so, you, so this is what you project with this game. And then they get the game. Mom, Jeremy's cheating. <laughs> Not fair. It doesn't quite work out the way that you had projected it. I don't know, maybe some of you have gotten a, um, uh, a treadmill or uh, one of those bikes, that, uh, stationary bicycles, and, and you see it and I see myself already 25 pounds lighter and, and in great shape. But, yeah, it becomes soon kind of a clothes hanger or so, and <laughs> it's, uh, it's not utilized too well for its intended purpose. This coming year, 2019, is going to be a kind of pivotal year for Albertans and Canadians, actually, and, and we're expecting a, an election in, um, in, in May here in this province and in the country in October. Um, and, and I always find it just fascinating on the, the day of the election, you know, the winner, and, and oh, we're going to have a balanced budget and everything is just, it's, it's so good to have this government now in power, these people in power. Yeah, well, in a little while, things... You're deeper in debt and things, aren't have it, things haven't really changed. And so we project something and sadly it doesn't, it may be just wishful thinking. It really doesn't turn out that way. This morning, I'd like to look at the Song of Mary. Does she do a little bit of wishful thinking here? She talks about, for example, in the first part of the, of, of, of the song, she talks about how blessed she is and that all generations will call me blessed. Is she really blessed? Is it blessed to be a single mother at the, at the time of, of birth? Is it blessed to see your son at age 33 hanging on a cross, seeing him die in excruciating pain? Isn't it, isn't it just a little bit overdone, Mary, to call yourselves blessed? 
But of course, she sees what's really important in life, that she bears the Lord, that she bears the Son of God. And that's, and that's where this song begins to resonate or should resonate with all of us. Because you see, Mary, of course, in a, in a, in a whole unique way, bears the child, the Son of God. But all of us are to bear the word. All of us are to make, to, to, to enflesh the word, so to speak. And so if we consider that to be the greatest blessing of, 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 of life, that we may bear the word. And so the first part then, she calls herself blessed. And then in the second part, she talks about, well, nothing less really than a revolution, than, you know, economic revolution, that, that the poor will be fed and the rich will be sent away. The humble, the humble will be raised and the proud will be, be scattered. There's, there's revolution. Is there? Is this engaged in a little bit of wishful thinking? Is, is, is Mary just a little bit overly emotional at this time? Yet, this is, a, this is the song of Mary. It, it's called the Magnificat. And it is the word of God. And she begins by saying, my soul glorifies the Lord. Or my soul magnifies the Lord. You know what you do when you magnify something. All of a sudden you see on a, under a magnifying glass, you see a little drop of water, and then you see all sorts of things in the water that you would never see before. You see so much more. And so I guess that's, that's what I would really like for us to do this morning, to magnify the Lord, to magnify, as it were, the, the, the manger, to magnify who Jesus really is, and to see so much more than just simply a little child there in the manger. And so as, as she magnifies the Lord, what does she see? She sees nothing less than a moral revolution taking place. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. Who are the proud in the world? Yeah, we can look at, we can look at rulers and, and um, um, they're, they're, they're going to do it themselves. I mean, that's, that's what pride is, right? We don't need anyone else, and we certainly do not need Jesus. We'll do it ourselves. And if you read the newspapers, you watch the television and, and the, the news, and, and you see those who are proud. But let me, let me, let me just ask you, in, in many ways, as we magnify the name of Jesus, we see things happening. Where is Hitler today who boasted of, of, of the thousand-year reign? Where, where is he today? Where are some of the communist leaders who were, who were going to bring in nirvana, who were going to bring in, in, in uh, paradise here on earth? Where, where, where are they today? He has scattered the proud. We, have, we see it all around. This, as we magnify the name of the Lord, 
we see the reality that Jesus is coming in the world to bring. And that is, he raises up those who are humble. Who are the humble? Those who say, I cannot do it of myself. I need the Lord's guidance. I need your help. I need your blessing. We need one another. That's those are the humble. And you see, this is the reality that Mary sees in the coming of Jesus as she magnifies the name of the Lord. And so hopefully, as we magnify the name of Jesus, we will recognize pride in our own lives. And we will recognize that that's not the reality that Jesus Christ is bringing into the world. No, he brings he raises those who are humble. He is, Mary, Mary sees a moral revolution. But not only a moral uh, revolution, but she also sees a social revolution. He brought down rulers from their thrones, the mighty ones, and lifted up the humble. It's very interesting, is it not, that Jesus is born from Mary? a young, as far as we know, peasant girl. The first persons that, are, that receive the good news of the birth of Jesus, who are the shepherds. Shepherds who were not even allowed to testify in court because their, their, their words could not be relied upon. Those are the people that, that God comes to and says, to you is born a savior, the Messiah. He lifts up the humble, brings down those, those who think themselves to be very great. I think it can be shown. I, I guess it's something that you can never prove. But, um, but I don't think democracy would ever have taken hold of in history if it had not been for the coming of Jesus Christ. Jesus lifts up the ordinary person. It's not a matter of those who are in power, the slave owners, and, and, and they could dictate to, uh, to, to others because they really didn't count. No, there is dignity in the Marys of the world. There is dignity in the shepherds of the world. So he lifts up those who are poor. He lifts up those who who are humble. There is, there is a social revolution taking place. As we magnify the name of Jesus, we see, we see so much more also in this, in this world. And then there's an economic revolution. He sees, he sees the hungry that are fed and the rich are sent away. An economic revolution. And again, as we magnify the Lord, we see, we see a reality, not where I can, I'm going to get whatever I can get. No. Our vision is also to those who are in need. How is it we can bless others? This morning, there's going to be a collection for World Renew. See, that's, that's that's part of magnifying the name of Jesus. 
that we see in him the desire that that those who are hungry may be fed. Today, a number of you may be helping at the the memorial center. And it's just a small, maybe insignificant, but yet it's testimony to to the revolution that Jesus is bringing into this world. And so Mary, Mary magnifies She enlarges. She sees so much more than just this little baby at this point in her womb. She sees the world turns upside down. Did Mary ever question this? I can only speculate, but certainly John the Baptist, he at one point sent some of his disciples to ask Jesus, are you really the one? Are you really the Messiah? Are you really the one that was promised? Because, yeah, he was, he was floundering in jail and, and, it, and it didn't look very good. I, I, I just don't see any of this. But then the lame walk, the dead are raised, and, and the, the poor of the good news preached to them, says, says Jesus, yes, I am the Messiah. And so maybe Mary, Mary did have questions. But what did she ultimately base it on? She based it on the fact that God is fulfilling his covenant promises with Abraham many centuries before. When God says A, he will say B. And it will be accomplished. Maybe we won't see it fully until the new heavens and the new earth. But when we magnify the name of Jesus, we see that moral, social, and economic revolution. This is the reality that that Jesus is bringing into this world. And it will be established. And what a privilege is ours, then, that we may contribute to that, even today. And as we leave this place, that we, by the grace of God, Seek to be humble. That by the grace of God, we're not, we're not going to look at those who are in power and say, oh, I want to be like that. No, we recognize what God is doing. And we recognize the needs that exist in this world today. Do we sometimes engage in wishful thinking? Yes, we do. No question about it. But this is not wishful thinking, folks. This is the reality that the Messiah is bringing in. You may count on it. You may stake your life on it. And therefore, therefore, we want to leave this place on this Christmas morning May we truly magnify the name of Jesus and to see so much more than just a little baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. Have a blessed Christmas, each and every one of you. Amen.